Hello, welcome back to another episode. Thank you for tuning in, Miracles. It's wonderful to see you again. Hello, everybody. Hello. This episode, we're going to be talking about Felix, which we kind of did because he was the concept character, but now we're going to be jumping into Felix as a character in the show, not his concept, because he is the concept. He, they literally just took the concept Felix and threw him into the show. So we don't need to touch upon that. So, but I will make a note. Originally, they were going to completely scrap Felix and he wasn't going to be in the new show at all because of the swap to Adrian. But at some point after, probably when they were starting to write for season three, they decided to bring the character back as an entirely new Felix. So this is no way tied to the original Felix. But it looks very similar, it acts very similar, but it's not the same character. It's They did take the concept and kind of threw him in as like an homage in a sense, but also as a way to progress the story, I guess. Because he does come back, so he does have a purpose. Yeah, when he first came in that first episode, Felix and... uh in season three, I honestly thought he was just gonna be a pander. Which to, I think a lot of people did. Yeah, to to the original like group of people who saw um who saw the original concept of Miraculous and were like, Where's Felix? Where'd he go? And then here he is. We're like, oh my god, it's Felix. Right. So I think uh when he first shows up in the in the first episode, I, I the main thing that gets me is uh, I understand that he is a cousin, but to the fact that they literally just took Adrian's 3D model and then just gave him a different hairstyle and put on different clothes, it really infuriates me. And they couldn't give him like any type of differentiation whatsoever. And like literally, all he does it like copy and paste. That's literally what happened here. And even though yes, they have different personalities, and the ident like like the. The fact that they look identical, and I understand that their mothers are twins, but the father's genetics gotta lie in somewhere. If you're not thinking the Senny monster theory at this moment, if you're thinking literal genetics, you got two separate dads. So, like, what's going on here? Why do they look exactly alike? I understand it's an animational thing, but, like, reality. <laughs> well, in reality, if we're gonna go down this path of genetics in an animated show, it's... It's still plenty possible for both these kids to get most of their DNA from their mother. It's possible. It's not always likely, especially for it to happen twice around roughly the same time, but it's still possible. So the the first episode with Felix, he basically kind of has like this vendetta with Adrian. Like he's just, for whatever reason, seems to be out to get him in the sense of, like, destroying his life. And we don't quite get, like, an actual answer from Felix, but as Annie once pointed out, it could have been a jealousy thing. So, um... <laughs> uh, the likelihood of your cousins being the same is, uh, like, if, if you and your cousin are going to look, like, identically alike, is, like, very, very likely if both your sets of parents are twins. Really? Uh, that's, like, confirmed? That's actually confirmed. That's 
thing. Like, there are, like, I literally actually watched, like, one of those, like, my life in, like, episodes, TLC, whatever, um, of this set of twins who are having a baby with another set of twins um, because they want to have twin babies from different, (laughs) it like, specifically to do so. Like, so what if Felix's dad, it looks exactly like Adrian's dad, that's why Felix has a little bit of extra twinge of jealousy. Okay. Because they're identical and they look exactly the same, which is why Adrian is slightly thrown off whenever he sees his mom's sister. Kind of the same deal going on. Well, the, the, the sister thing I could see, it's just that, like, they're cousins. And so with, with, with Felix, the, the jealousy thing is kind of, it actually seems a lot more realistic in that sense because why would he go out of his way to destroy adrian's life mm-hmm. if there wasn't a benefit because as we discussed before felix seems very much so like a chaotic neutral type person where he's just like what's in it for me mm-hmm. so i don't think he does anything without having some sort of benefit towards him which I think brings us into there was a moment in that episode it was while uh, they're fighting like Lady Wi-Fi, that trio that got akumatized. Was mm-hmm. it was it Julika, Rose, and Alia? Yeah. Was that that the, the trio? When they were fighting them, and Felix was there, and he was trying to talk to Hawk Moth. I forgot exactly what it was he was saying, but he was actually trying to communicate with Hawk Moth about something. I forgot what it was. Yeah. He's. I. I'm also trying to obtain a piece of jewelry myself. Perhaps we can work together. That's it. So like so he is not on the he's not on a hero side. He is on his own side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's not evil, he's not good. He is Felix. Chaotic neutral. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> at that at that point too, I think that also points out too where Hawkmoth couldn't come through in the end because he's like, Yeah, okay, well let's let's get the miraculouses and we'll then talk. And at that point, Felix then uses his own ability. To then take the ring. He didn't need Hawkmoth's power. He didn't need his help. He got the ring in the end anyway. Mm-hmm. So I think it also went to show later on in the episode where Felix tries to get akumatized by Hawkmoth. He's just like, wait a minute, you didn't help me out last time. I don't need you. I got the mm-hmm. ring myself. Why would I need you? Yeah. He definitely has a more forward set goal than any of the other characters that we've seen. Because he knows what he wants, he knows how to obtain it, and he, he's very charismatic in that sense, because he, he's really good at convincing people. Yeah, 100%. I love Which it. Going into the future, seeing more Felix, it's definitely going to be an episode-by-episode thing where we don't know what Felix is going to do. And that's probably the exciting part of Felix's character for me, because seeing him again was not only surprising, because again, I thought he was only going to be a one-off character, but him showing up again in Gabriel Egress, the episode season four, um, it was really cool, and I'm like, I can't wait to see what this kid does this time. So, Coco, you've been a little quiet here. What are, what are your thoughts on the first time that you met Felix in the episode named after him? I just groaned because i could tell that this is totally going to be a character who has a really sad sob backstory and the second i find out i'm gonna be like oh well why didn't you tell me that before <laughs> i spent so much time 
being angry at this man, but I've just decided that I will just be angry at him and it's fine. I think, like, backstory is the hardest thing for the show to actually obtain for us because we don't have any backstory on a lot of the characters. Not a clue. Not a single clue. Like, like, it... With Felix, I... I Like, I can't even tell if his relationship with his own mother is genuine. Like, he... I can't tell if he actually, like, wanted to get the rings back because he wanted it to be in the family, make his mom happy... Or if he had, like, some weird ulterior motive that we still don't know what it is. I definitely would like to see backstory in this show, but, of course, we're probably not going to get it anytime soon, theoretically. Um, but, when, like, the, I just want to point out one thing. <laughs> when people say this is a kid's show, in this episode, there are two lines said in this episode that I, when... <laughs> I can't remember it word for word, but it was something- I completely I... forgot about that line. God, I don't remember that part. I want to find it now. I'll have to look at it after we're done with this. But, God. I said this before in our- I think it was in our introductory- Or no, it was our season four recap. That this- The Gabriel Agrest episode, I feel like really shows that Felix is too smart for this show. Yes. Because he outsmarts a full-grown adult man. <laughs> yeah. Because in the same way that I think Alia is too smart for the show, Felix is also too smart for the show. And he that's literally... why... Go ahead. Yeah. That's why... So, at the during the Time Tagger episode, when they first get introduced to Bunnicks, and Hawkmoth is like, God, how smart of me in the future to think of this type of villain. And then Time Tagger's like, what are you talking about? You're not Hawk Moth in the future. I I think for a long time, people thought it was going to be Lila that was going to become the new Hawk Moth. I'm now fully convinced it's going to be Felix. Yeah. I don't know when. I don't know how. I don't. I. That's the thing, though, is, is that I don't see Felix being like what? What goal would he have to be the next Hawk Moth in order to akumatize people to get the Miraculouses? The Bring way back I his father? It, maybe. But I could see Lila getting it as a source to destroy Ladybug's life. I could see that. I could see them both teaming up and using could, yeah, that the too. peacock and the uh, Moth Miraculous. But it was one of those things, because I think, I think this was something Thomas said, where it was like, yeah, there's gonna be a villain that shows up that puts Hawk Moth to shame, which it's hard because I think he said it in season two, but we didn't really get like a big villain in season two because we got introduced to Myura, but Myura is not like a huge villain. It's just like the the helper to Hawk Moth, and then Lila shows up again, which shows that Lila has negative intentions. But I think Felix has the potential to not only be like a strong villain. But also be a formidable villain. The only the only thing he's lacking right now is like again, like you said, why would he want the miraculous? It could literally just be because he wants power. It could be something that simple. It could be like a scar motive from the Lion King, where he just wants the power. Mm-hmm. Do you have any thoughts? I'm, I'm sorry, I'm fact checking right now. You're good. <laughs> I was like, where are you? This is also the episode where Natalie freaking whips out kung fu. Natalie Again. whips out Kung Fu? Did I not watch it? Yeah, she's fighting the three girls and is fucking... I'm, like, skipping through this. God, I, I need to watch these episodes again. <laughs> I don't remember this. Are you just looking for the part where they say naughty? Yes! 
When when do they say this and when do they do this? I wonder I, if I Disney have it. cut it Hold out. On. I have it. Hold on. All right, here we go. Where's the fun? You are real. I'll show you real. It's time for punishment, naughty boy. Be careful what you wish for, naughty girls. What the? Oh, God, <laughs> Felix! What? <laughs> what? Ah! Oh, my God, this is a kid's show. What? what oh, my God. This had to have been, like, near the beginning. No, this was near, like, the middle end, sort of. Oh, thing. really? Oh, God. Yeah, I... Oh, my God. I cannot. I'm, I'm literally going through the Disney episode right now, because I'm like, I do not remember that. At all. Disney probably would have cut it out. That's, That's why I'm on like, my, one I'm of my... literally like, let me find out if Disney fucking cut that shit. And if they're, if they're <laughs> just censoring my kid's show, what the hell? Oh my I god. I have done that. How that was I... on one of my pirated sites. How did I forget that? <laughs> I never forgot that. To this mm -hmm. day, I remember it. Not like when parents are like, I want to watch this show. I'm going to be like, be careful. <laughs> Be careful. You said it's near the end. They're like fighting in Adrian's room. Okay, they're fighting in Adrian's room. 1454, I feel like they cut it out of this episode because I have not seen a damn thing. <laughs> All right, so uh, points about Felix. So in the next episode that we see him, he completely figures out that Gabriel is Shadow Moth slash Hawk Moth. Moth man. All right. <laughs> So it literally took him like two seconds because like in the beginning of the episode, he's watching like like basically a, a, a lady blog post about how the uh, miraculouses are what give the uh, superheroes their powers, which I didn't know that was public knowledge, but apparently it is. Felix then, of course, as he's walking up to the door, sees Gabriel adjust his like tie and yep. underneath he saw the uh, brooch that's the... Peacock Miraculous. Yep, I remember like, that. Nani? So he like investigates more and Gabriel's like, oh no, this kid is not getting on my trail. And so he's trying to stop it uh, amongst other things that are going on in the episode. But like mainly for Felix, he's just, he solved it in like three seconds. Literally. Literally saw that and was just like, yeah, no, I know who you are. And then Gabriel tried to like throw him off the trail with like a SETI monster, but that didn't even work for Felix either. It actually he's worked in his fine. favor. It did. I'm not a, like a huge Harry Potter fan, so I don't know, but Felix Slytherin? Oh, absolutely. Yes, 100%. <laughs> absolutely. See, I'd almost, and I, the only reason he's not a Ravenclaw is because of the ambitious. He is 100% ambitious. Well, yeah, with, and cunning, that's enough. Yeah, because with Slytherin yeah. versus Ravenclaw, it's book smarts versus street smarts, and Slytherins are the street smart. There, I would argue that they would be the combination of the both. Um, and that's a strange. They're, they're the chaotic neutral people. They are like they are very much they 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 are going for chaos, but we're here for subtlety. Like it's that's precisely what Felix does. Like he crushes the cheese under Adrian's pillow. Like why? Why did you do that? What was the purpose? No reason. Just amusing to him. And he's able to yeah. solve this. He slits the uh pants and the senti monster and figures it out later. Like. 100%. In a nutshell, that probably would just tell people immediately how Felix is as a person slash character. It's just, he's a Slytherin. Go yeah. With it. <laughs> so now I'm he wondering. Draco... Oh, I literally just said he's the Draco Malfoy of this show. That's that's oh. all. Because my thought process now was like, so now that Felix knows, what is he going to do with his information? I feel like he's going to, if there's something out there that he wants, he is going to 
hold this over Shadow Moth's head. He's gonna hold it over Gabriel's head, being like, mm-hmm. I know your secret. You better do this thing for me, or I'm gonna spill to the world your secret. Or he'll reverse it in a sense. And so it's like, let's say he wants something from Ladybug or Cat Noir, and I'll be like, hey, I want this, and I know who Shadow Moth is. That's true, too. So, yeah. You're gonna help me with this, and then I'll help you with that. You know, so like he basically he kind of has like a grasp on both sides because he could blackmail either one of them right now. So he controls them in a sense. He'd be smart enough to, and honestly, he'd be smarter uh, to trick the heroes into doing something. And like you're saying, play both sides at the same time. Like that's definitely <laughs> right. However, do you think Cat Noir would buy it if Felix went up to them and said, "I know who Hawk Moth is"? Do you think Adrian would buy it? I think he would definitely need like hardcore proof. Would be like, so wait, how would how do you know this? How do you? Know I this? I are you saying because it's coming from Felix? Or are you saying because the 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 reveal is that Hawk Moth is his dad? Like, no, because well, it's coming from Felix. Because I would it's say it's Felix. Um, I think there would definitely be distrust, and like he, Cat might like slash adrian will pull ladybug aside and be like we can't we can't just trust this kid automatically what if he's lying to us what if like he's the hawk moth what like you don't know this like <laughs> you just just think about this for a second we can't quite trust him and then like ladybug will be like well we there's a chance so well i mean i think she'd be hesitant too but i think she'd be less hesitant than cat yeah, I think she definitely would be watching to make sure that Felix doesn't try anything, but she would definitely be like, all right, well, let's help you with this thing, especially if it's not like, you know, let's let, let's go destroy the world. If it, it was something simple like, well, okay, you want this ring, let's go grab this ring. And then basically they'll like, go talk to Gabriel and be like, can you just give this kid the ring? And then Gabriel will be like, no, shmanish, shmanish, man. Or they'll, like, they'll go try and take it from him or something. But Whatever the case is. And then, and then Felix frames them for using their powers for evil. Precisely. <laughs> breaking into someone's house. Thinking. Precisely what I was just thinking. Right. God, Felix, you're a dick. <laughs> 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 but he would do that. He would. And then, like, the, the like turn the tables <laughs> is, like, he, he brings them here and, uh... You know, Felix is standing there, and then Gabriel's just like, what are you guys doing in my house? And then Felix will just be like the ultimatum, and it would be like, so it's either you hand me over the ring, or I tell them what's going on. <laughs> and then Gabriel's Quite just the there person. like, what? What? And then Ladybug and Cat Noir are like, what, what do you mean what's going on? What's going on? I thought we were just here to get, like, something that was taken from you, in a set, or, like, whatever the case is. And then he's just like, no, 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 don't worry about it. I got this. <laughs> <laughs> And now there's, like, this double ultimatum going on where it's, like, either you give me the ring or they take it from you. Or I tell them your secret. And there's a whole other bag of worms going on here where now they know who you are and you're over. Like, everything just went downhill for you. No, so it's he like, his own son again because he's a monster. Right. What I could see happening and then if of course like let's say if he does say you know hey this is hawk moth and a whole battle goes down what if like felix takes one of the miraculouses and just runs away with it (laughs) like 
let's say he takes like the peacock or he takes like the the um butterfly one because like you know if if they're in the battle and like one of them goes flying somewhere because they're like no you can't power up and then they just like try to grab it and it like bounces off somewhere because you know dramatics and felix is just like this is mine now takes it and just walks away yeah he can't go beat up his nephew like no but beating up his son is okay Right, well, like, well, apparently what I'm saying he is... seems to think so, but I think his mama will have something else to say about it. She scares me. What I'm saying is, is that now, if he takes it, after this whole ordeal, he still has something as of weight to be like, hey, don't do this. Otherwise, I'm going to use this against you. Because now he has something that they want. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, like, it's it's more or less just grabbing things that he can use to manipulate. He will always have a card on the table. Exactly. So that's what I could, like, he's the, here's the thing. Felix has the potential of being written really, really well. Mm-hmm. They're yes. not going to do this. I know. They're not going to do this. I know. He is the perfect, like, anarchist card that they could play and mm-hmm. just have him be, like, this whole, like, like, set fire to everything that he chooses and then he can also be the one to put out the fires that he chooses. Because he, uh, it, Felix is on that borderline of he is not evil, but he's also not good. So he can play both parts and still be, like, a decent person. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Decent in what kind of sense? Decent in the sense of, like, you can't hate him, but you, you also can't fully love him. It's kind of like the difference of where, like, when you have a villain that is that you can relate to, in a sense. As is where, you know, like in Harry Potter with the pink bitch, nobody likes her. Nobody fucking likes her. She's, she's a twat. But everybody, when we learned about, like, the truth about Snape, everybody was like, oh my god. Oh my god, he's, like, the greatest hero slash villain ever. Yeah. Because he played both sides. Okay, no, that's fine. That's true. <laughs> The greatest he hero slash villain ever. I I, yeah, he, I literally, I was like, oh my god, no, please. I, I, you haven't even seen it. You don't even know. But yeah, he, he most certainly, like, that is a good character reference. Because he certainly did play both sides to the, ex- like, to the extreme, too. Right. He, di- he did play both roles really well. Mm-hmm. And it, it, like, it was one of those things where, as the audience, we didn't know, of course, so we saw him as a villain, and then in the end, we turned. It turned out that he was basically like a double agent in the sense, but he he committed to both roles, what? and he definitely gave off that aura of I'm not like a good guy, but I'm also not a hundred percent bad guy. Which is why I don't want them to drag out what Felix's motivations are. Like, just tell us. Just like let it right. know. Like, I still don't even understand what it is specifically that Hawk Moth wants to do, other than bring his wife back and destroy the world in the process. Right. uh, Why? Also, in Infernal, they do make a um, Matrix reference with the the red and blue ink, the red and blue pill. Oh, that's funny. Okay. I see that. I just wanted to point that out. They do make that reference. Um, so it's like when you make the wish, you're going into the Matrix. Nothing is real. Oh, we also have like an actual timeline, not like timeline, but uh, of how much time has passed since he's been doing this. Yeah, it's basically been a year. Uh, no, it has been two years. It has been 23 months Ooh. and it has been 100 weeks. Oh, oh yeah, because point... that was 
that was the 100th 100th episode. episode so he makes a point of saying how long it's been and i did the math it's been two years since emily disappeared or at least maybe three but it's been two since hawk moth came into appearance but in the episode didn't they say it's been a year since like emily disappeared it's That's always what I been a year since emily's disappeared but luca and julica just had a birthday so okay lying. yeah well, like we all we all know that freaking the timeline of events is weird because even in Animaestro, when uh, Thomas's self insert comes in, he's just like, "I've been working on this movie for two years and nobody cares." It's like Ladybug and Cat Noir have only been around for like a couple of months. How the fuck did you make this movie in two years? <laughs> um, <laughs> but he specifically states it's been one hundred weeks. Doing the math, it's been um two years and I think. Two months, three, maybe three. Okay, um, see that so one's kind of while. How long this war has been waging in Paris? See, see that's kind of weird in that sense because I know that was the one hundredth episode of Miraculous, and they did that. Oh, one hundred years, one hundred days, one hundred hours. They did that so many times in the episode mm-hmm. to show like, hey, this is the hundredth episode. Hadi da da. Yeah. They, they put like, so much time and effort into like putting little easter eggs of like it's the 100th episode but yet they can't like come up with solid plot for the storyline not only could they not come up with solid (laughs) not only could they not come up with solid plot i'm gonna find i'm gonna find this dang video and i'm gonna send it to you the quality control on this episode unhinged yes yes unhinged uh in any case, so for Felix, very simple character, not as long as uh, last week's episode, but I, I'm i going to ask the, the questions again. So for Felix, in very simple terms, what do you think his personality is? We already established this. It's chaotic neutral through and through. Okay, 100%, no matter what. Like, he does like... Do you think there's any type of sway at all when it comes to the people in his life? Like, do you think his mother would have any sway on how he would react to things? Do you think if she said, hey, don't do this, would he listen to her? Or would you think he'd still go do his thing? Well, it's weird because in that episode, you show that he got the rings for her. So I think he can, I think he is swayed by his mom to some extent. And the and the rings were very important to her and her family. So I think in that sense, I understand. Plus, I think he knows that eventually he's going to get those rings because they're family heirlooms. So eventually the rings are going to be his. Mm-hmm. Right. I think he's just impatient. So, Coco, uh, you also agree, like, through and through, chaotic, neutral, no matter what? Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. I... I... I mean, like, he, we, like, I want more backstory. I want to know more about this boy. He irritates me, but, like, I don't, I don't specifically, I literally wrote down as a note, as a question. I was like, is he a bad guy? Because I was genuinely curious, but, like, it kind of just seems like we, I, we just need more information about him, but as of now, he's just, like, chaotic neutral. All right, so... Now, the next question, what kind of growth or development do you want to see with this character? Put the same question down. Thing is, I know the next time we see him in an episode, I'm going to be hyped for it because I am genuinely excited on where they're going to put Felix and where he's going to go. Because, again, he has so much potential to be an amazing character. 
And I think sticking with that chaotic neutral setting and just being out for himself and causing chaos in between the Ladybug and Cat Noir versus Hawkbot situation can be a powerful one. Okay, so you don't want him to, like, develop in the sense of either side. You just want him to stay on that bridge line where he is. You don't want, like, improvement or or fall or anything like that. I think you can find improvement with him in that chaotic line, in that line in the middle. Because we've seen what he can do on his own in learning who Hawkmoth was in a span of, what, an hour? Not even in, in Showtime. And I think that he has amazing potential to keep growing in that sense. Kind of like um, Sombra from Overwatch, where she didn't gain power through, like, having, having like, good weapons or, or having, like, enhanced machinery. But it was, um, it was through her way to get information from people and use it against other people that made her powerful. And I think Felix has potential to keep being more powerful, staying on that middle line. Makes makes sense. All right. Coco, your thoughts? I I don't really know. If I were to see him to develop, I'd like to see him. I mostly just want to know more about him and more about his backstory, because I kind of like him the way he is. Like Anna was saying, I like the... Uh, like the constant chaos that he brings to the show and how he could be like an excellent villain. Um, but if he were to develop, I think I would like to see him like soften up because he like gets to, I don't know, like we don't know much about him. So I, I just very much enjoy villains that have a softer side to them. Um, and aren't, like, they're only villains for their own means, like, they're not necessarily doing anything that, like, that's ending anybody's life, but, like, causing chaos, interrupting people's lives, crushing cheese into your cousin's pillow, like, that kind of stuff, I find that amusing, so I'd like to just see more of that in the show already, and see more of him as a character. It's more of, like, he's not necessarily doing high villainous acts. It's more of an inconvenience to the one person. Yes, precisely. All right. I, I can agree with both of you guys. I love the idea of him staying in that chaotic neutral sense, but also having, like, that... Not the, the good guy or a bad guy vibe, but, like, staying in a neutral territory in the sense of his own benefit and still causing mischief between people. It's... It's entertaining. Um, I like Felix as a character, and I, I hope we get to see more of him and learn more about him. Um, but we're going to have to end this episode here. It was a very quick one compared to last week. So, <laughs> Yes. Thank you for tuning in, everybody, and hope to see you again next week. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.